I walked into the crowded hall of the new school with uncertainty. It was incredibly loud. I had to turn up my music just to drown it out. I hate when people try to call me over when I pass, so I just ignored them. It's hard to even move an inch in this hallway, much less breathe. The tight, uncomfortable school uniform just didn't help in the least. My sister, social butterfly, who has gone to schools like this her entire life, bounded up to a group of people and began to socialize as I walked down the unfamiliar hallway to my first class. There was a girl that was surrounded by two others that called me over. She was kind of pretty, I guess. She began asking me my name and such. I walked past her. She got very angry. The two other girls grabbed me and pushed me to the ground. She asked the questions again, and when I didn't answer again, she made a grab for my headphones. This, I was not okay with. So I got up, grabbed them, and made my way off to my first period. The teacher called my name, and I raised my hand. She glared at me, but didn't say a thing. She tried to call on me the majority of class. Melody, Melody. I just ignored her and continued drawing my notebook. The girl in my drawing, she was all alone, just like me. The girl from the hallway, Kelly, wouldn't stop with the dirty looks. And my sister was too busy with her newfound friends to even give me so much as a sympathetic glance. After what happened in the first class, Kelly asked me to join her group. I refused, so she decided to bully me. She kept stopping me in the hallway to beat me up. I didn't fight back unless she went for my headphones. On the way home, Cece, my sister, told me about the nice people in my grade and how they act. She told me about the cute boys and the mean girls. Then she mentioned Kelly as her new BFF. I gagged. Some sister she is, betraying me for the enemy and leaving me alone and friendless, but I held my tongue. I care about her and don't want to hurt her in any way. When we got home, I went up to my room to get out of the uncomfortable uniforms and into the sweatshirt I laid out this morning and walked upstairs to get my art supplies. As I went into the kitchen to get something to eat, I heard the steady beating of the heart monitor. I quietly crept in to the little room where my mom lay in the white bed, and my dad in the small office chair. She was awake. She's never awake at this time of day. She looked at me with the ocean eyes that mirror my own. She always looked so small in the hospital dress. She always looked so happy when she was drawing with me. So I sat down and hand signed. How are you feeling? She replied with words, slowly, words drawn out, as if she was just learning to speak again after many years. Well enough, how was school, Melody? So I told her about how my day was and the fight that I got into. She asked, why don't you tell them, my love? The air between us drew cold as I reconfigured my answer to think about it fully. And so I replied, because 
I'm scared. She stopped and looked at me. Her small, bony hand on my face. And replied, Little, don't be. Then she asked, May I see your drawings? So I passed my notebook over to her. She smiled like she does whenever she looks at my drawings. And then she passed out again. In case you're wondering, my mother has lung cancer. She has had it for many years. She and my dad met in music school. My mother had been a conductor before she developed her condition. My dad loves her so much. He saw that she had passed out again and would probably scold me for nothing. And he did. He found me up in my room and began to yell at me about how I was making mother's condition worse by waking her up when she should have been resting. He went to so far as to call me a useful, ungrateful child that doesn't deserve a mother like mine. Well, now it's back to school. Yay. Everybody's been talking about a new kid that's coming to school. Of course, I don't really care. Three weeks into the school, and nothing truly interesting has happened. Other than them realizing not to mess with me. Kelly has begun to spread rumors around me. And because no one really knows about me, they believed it. In my first class, the new kid was introduced. And turns out, I have to show her around. Because she's in all of my classes. The deaf girl, Cam, needed a translator. And for the first time, I volunteered for something. At lunch, I had to show her around. So I did. She asked a lot of questions about me and told me a lot about herself. She told me that her mother had died at birth and that she was put into adoption care. For the first time, I felt like I had someone to talk to. So I told her about me and my mother's condition. She was very nice about it. After six months of school, the year's almost over. Me and Kim had grown into great friends. Cece has gone into bullying me with Kelly, and my mom has only gotten worse. A few weeks later, me and Cam were talking. At this time, she told me. We had been talking about everything and anything at this point, so I guess she decided to tell me. She got herself together and looked me in the eyes before hand signing. I'm being moved to another foster home. What? I signed back. She can't leave me. She's my only friend. The only one that understands me. She just said, they're moving me tomorrow. And she left. I had no friends anymore. One day I found an advertisement for an art contest. I applied. Over the next few weeks, I've been trying to find something to draw. When I did, it meant the world to me. On that day was the day of the contest. I was making my way on the stage just as Kelly comes up and snatches my prize notebook out of my hands and tears it in half. I collapse to the floor crying. It's the first time that Kelly realizes what she's dealing with, what I am. The drawing was of me and my mom walking through the forest on a happy sunny day with flower crowns on our heads. 
My sister was there too, and she looked happier than I had ever seen her since when we found out my mother had cancer. She was, I was silently crying on the floor. They called my name. After a couple of minutes, they went looking for me. They found me crying. They all looked at my drawings and smiled. They all mumbled under their breaths, for not only did they know of me being broken, but also that I was mute. There are four important things that I didn't tell you about the drawings. One, they were multiple, like more of an animation. Two, in the second, my mom was missing part of it to symbolize her having cancer. Three, the next had built onto that. It, I didn't have a mouth to signify my being me. Four, the last picture I had my mom crossed off. She had had a heart failure and died the day before I drew the picture. We were drawing together when it happened. It's the last time I'll ever hear, see her smile, hear her laugh. Felt like it's all my fault. If I just hadn't woken her up, then if I had called the doctor instead of freezing up, maybe Dad was right. I am useless. She was the only person that really understood me and wanted me around. And it's my fault that she's gone. Now that picture is the only thing that we had together. Now that it was gone, I felt as if I had lost part of my heart, the last piece. I silently wept for what felt like hours. Before the announcer said over the intercom, I think we have our winner. Melody Chris, please come to the stage. They dragged me on the stage, and between my sobs, they gave me my fake gold medal. I had won. My dad and sister were both crying when they came on the stage to see the ripped drawing. Kelly hadn't ruined my drawing. She'd made it better. We all do things when we are going through grief or mourning that we aren't proud of and want someone to blame it on. For them, my sister and my dad, it was me. And for me, it was the world. At least I'll know I'll always have them by my side. As I walked off the stage, I gingerly touched the headphones that my mother had given me, as if to thank her. When she gave me them, she told me that one day I would find my music, that the one thing that made me happy. That was also the day that she gave me the notebook that Kelly had ripped. This had confused me at the time, but I think I finally understood now. I know that if she's watching me right now, she would be proud. For she taught me everything I ever knew about drawing and about life. And she was right. I let a choked sound out of my throat as my sister put her arm around me and cried into my shoulder. I had finally found my mute music.